0: I wasn't really expecting that, but that's kind of fun. I'll take that, Slee. Why not, right? It's
1: a standing ovation
0: on my end. I don't know if you
1: see on this Yeah, no,
0: you're up. Uh, You're going to want to check your phone here in about uh, 30 seconds. I just sent you something. I may or may not have been out there uh, a couple of weeks ago and may or may mm -hmm. not have a picture of exactly what Chris was talking about. So, yeah, that that was a long time ago, but I will Definitely, definitely take it. Thank you to John Chin for uh, scoping me out on the wall of all CIF Apaches. That's uh, a – Slee, I don't know if you know this yet. I think you probably do. I'm a pretty big deal. I'm a pretty big deal around here.
1: There was – you know, I don't know how much I respected you before. um, (laughs) But now that I know that your name is on the wall there, one of those uh, CIF elites – Yep, uh, it's a whole different type of respect now. So Travis, uh, <laughs> listen, um, I'm gonna—I should probably go by Mr. Rogers moving forward here. Hey but Travis, you do you for, still have
2: like your Letterman's jacket with your CIF patch and everything? He's wearing everyone, it right so? now. He's wearing it right now. I no see it, man. Jeez. No undershirt, <laughs>
3: just
1: Letterman
2: jacket.
0: I, I never got a Letterman's jacket. I have my reasons. I can't say them on the air because I like my job, but I never got one. Um, but uh, I'll tell you guys the the story of why I don't have one at some other point. But no, I never got. One. I have all the patches They're somewhere. Wait, probably. why don't you have it? Just tell us right now.
1: Nope. Right. No, no, you, you don't want to know the reason. It was. Go it's until eleven.
0: It's Monday. We have all the way till Friday.
1: Let, let's get it. It's probably here.
0: something. It was a bad idea in 1989, and it is a far worse idea now. So we'll we'll just we'll just leave it at that, and we'll keep it moving. Now, how was your weekend, Slee? Good weekend for you? Weekend was
1: uh, saw a lot of driving, Trav. A lot of driving. Yeah, oh, yeah, we you were know, in San Diego. Ah. That's right. Jeez. driving back up yesterday. You know, I've I've driven down there so many times over the last 11 years that I've lived in L.A. that you would think I know when's a good time to leave, when's a good time to stay, you know, that kind of whole thing. I left in the afternoon. Every person in Southern California yesterday (laughs) was driving up from San Diego to L.A. Everybody. I mean, I – I hadn't even got to Carlsbad yet, and I was just completely <laughs> no, stopped. I wait a minute here. I can't. I can't be stopped in Carlsbad. Can we wait till San Clemente or San Juan Capistrano? <laughs>
0: well, once you hit Carlsbad, and everybody that's ever gone to San Diego knows this. Until you get basically to Mission Viejo, it's just because camp, and then you're pinned in. And camp penalty, there's nowhere to go. You can't get off the road. It's uh, it's not great. But uh, other than the fact that you were stuck in a tin can on the freeway. Good a lot weekend. of driving,
1: but all good. Weekend was nice. This weather is ridiculous. Uh, I'm in a little predicament here. I Air conditioner went out. Air is uh, air is out, so we got some the hottest 90... weekend of the,
2: of the year too.
1: We have fudges. Just get ready; it's gonna be like ninety five views Yesterday, I was just sitting there, fan on. I, it just
0: I, I, it was I, it was uh, it was a different world, different experience. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right, so uh, I just want to make sure too that you got the picture that I sent you of my appetizers from last night. You got that. Because I was, I had a friend over, an old friend of mine that I haven't seen in a long time. He came over. We did a little barbecue in the backyard, and he's, was a, that he's you? a he's was, a big guy. Like I saw me. hot dogs, but I didn't know whose number it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was just we put a few out there because we weren't ready for the burgers yet. So we just threw a few hot dogs on the grill. just warm them up and have a couple before you get ready for the rest of the food. It was
3: nice. I don't
1: have I don't have your number saved, so that's why I wasn't sure <laughs> if it was you. I thought maybe Who it was this? somebody else. new
0: phone. <laughs> Right? Who dis? (laughs) Who dis? That's That's one of my all-time favorites. All right. So things kind of changed over the weekend, right? Here we are uh, going into the weekend, and the Clippers were down 2-0, and we're thinking, all right, here we go again. Same old, same old. They looked really good, Slee. They looked really good. Paul George looked really good. He made a bunch of shots. He was absolutely fantastic in Game 3. And now here we are all over again, the precipice of their season, and not just their season, but maybe the direction of the organization. If the Clippers win tonight, they're 2-2, and I'll just speak for myself here, it feels like they'd have all the momentum in the world. Because if it's 2-2, they can very easily convince themselves, you know what, we should be up 3-1. We're a much better team than these guys. We're going to win one of these games in Utah. We got this thing in our back pocket. That's option one. Number two is lose tonight. You're down 3-1 going back to Utah. That's probably a wrap at that point. And now what the hell do you do? Well, they're healthy, and that's the difference between them and the uh,
1: and the Utah Jets. This is the one thing I can't stand about these playoffs right now, and this has been the case from first round, and it's probably going to be the case all the way through the season. Trav, there's a lot of key players missing. A lot of key players are missing in this postseason run, which – I'm not trying to take away. I had a lot of people hitting me on Twitter over the weekend. Say, "Hey, Slee, why is it so quiet over there? Why, why are you so <laughs> quiet after that Clippers win?" And by the way, they're right. I was incredibly quiet. For as annoying as you know somebody can be when a team loses, and then virtually as if I don't have Twitter or like I forgot my login or something when the Clippers win, like an idiot. Okay, that's kind of how that's kinda, that's my that's been my rotation here. Uh-huh. Uh, but but it's been. Yeah, you know, just think about this. Think about all the players that have been out in the in the postseason. Yesterday we didn't get a chance. James Harden is still out, right? Kyrie left in the middle of the game. Okay, it happens. By the way, I'm not I'm not you, you take advantage of the situation in front of you. Um for the Lakers obviously it was Anthony Davis at times KCP. Uh go down the Chris list. What are some other players? Chris, Chris absolute that's actually a great point cuz we, yeah. we brush off of that. Look what CP3 was doing to the Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray. Um Will Barton. Kind of like go down the list of each one of these players and the reason why Posh I stop the... <laughs> he was healthy, actually. I think I saw him in every yeah, game. I'll I think I saw him in every game it. against Hawks. But this, this is, this is when, when you say what's kind of in front of the Clippers. What's in front of the Clippers, take advantage of your opportunity. Mike Conley still hasn't played a game. You uh-huh. know, we're three games into the series. Donovan Mitchell left with I don't know how many games or how many minutes left in game three. Yes, granted, it was a blowout, but he's got that uh, his ankle injury that he's had so if you're the Clips, take freaking advantage of what the Utah Jazz don't have, and two of their key players, one of them's hobbled, and the other one hasn't played yet. So Clippers, uh, yes, in a, in a good position, even though they're down two one.
0: It and it but so great Look, I get it. If if this were you know they won one, Utah won one, they won. If it was just kind of neck and neck, it would feel different than what it does right now, which is. The season turns tonight. The, the, I really, truly believe if they win tonight, they're probably going to win the series. If they lose tonight, there's virtually no chance that they win this series. And now we, you get the question of, if they don't lose, what do you do? Because there there's just so many different directions you can go, but now you're starting to hear things. Stephen A., I want, let, let's play this cut right here. Stephen A. was talking yep. about this uh, on his show, that if the Clippers do lose, he's suggesting that they let Kawhi walk. Take a listen to this. If you're Steve Ballmer, <clears throat> The owner for the billionaire owner, multi-billionaire owner for the Los Angeles Clippers, building a new arena in Englewood and all of this other stuff. If Donovan Mitchell takes your Clippers out, guess what, Max? Let Kawhi go. Let him walk. Let him exercise his option and go elsewhere. Because now you're talking about your best chances with LeBron James home. You're talking about this is arguably the Clippers' best chance to win the chip. If last year wasn't, certainly this year was. And if you don't get it done now, now you're talking about retooling, rebuilding, trying to establish a culture as big-time as Kawhi Leonard is. You can't establish a culture with a dude that you've got to exercise load management with so excessively. So I'm just saying. Can they win? I'm just saying. The magnitude of what Donovan Mitchell is doing to these Clippers cannot go unnoticed. Okay. That just seems to me like the worst possible option, right? That you're going to, I mean, you're not going to find a better player than Kawhi Leonard. You're not going to find somebody that has more experience than Kawhi Leonard. But you're hearing this. You're hearing that out there that what do you do? And it just, I mean, are we gotten to the point now, Slee, where we're talking about whether or not Kawhi can be the guy that's the, the centerpiece of a championship team? Is that the conversation that we're having? First of all, uh, Stephen A. threw me off
1: there. What, what, what do you mean? Let him walk? It, it makes that makes zero sense at all. Of yeah. hey, just start rebuilding. No, you you don't do that. You throw as much money as you can at him. And by the way, if in a couple years, it doesn't work out. Maybe you trade him and you get something back for him. So the whole go ahead and let him walk makes no sense. Um, is you know that I think the Kawhi piece is is interesting because we we had I don't know if we. I'm trying to think of a player like this. Kawhi is such an amazing basketball player. Mm-hmm. But there's a piece that misses with Kawhi that you got to understand. Okay, well, Kawhi's not going to bring this part of it. So can we replace Kawhi? Not replace. Can we add elements on the roster um, for what he, let's say his short changes on the leadership side, right? Yeah. Kawhi's such an amazing player, but he's such a non-vocal leader. Um, he's not going to rally up the troops. He's not going to stare guys into the eyes and say, I'm a two-time finals MVP. Follow on me. my level. Yeah. He's just not going to that, – that's not what he's going to do. So as great as he is and as, as much as he brings to the table, that's such a critical piece. You know, think about that. Donovan – would you say Donovan Mitchell – I've seen this dude and – what is Donovan Mitchell? How old is he? 24, 25, 25 or something yeah. like that. I've seen Donovan Mitchell during timeouts telling – veterans hey this is what we have to do I mean he brings an element that you know obviously we're just never going to see with Kawhi but that that doesn't mean hey you know what you should give up on Kawhi or anything along those lines because Kawhi will help you win a championship he just doesn't bring that element to it so I'm a little confused by Stephen
0: A's kind of philosophy there so I, I think that the, the point of this is if Kawhi Leonard is your guy yeah are you in a good spot and to hear Stephen A. say it, he doesn't feel like it. I mean, if he's going to like you know, he he mentioned that you know if you can't you can't build a culture with load management. Okay, fine. I'll go a step further. You can't build a culture with where your best player doesn't really say much. Doesn't is isn't very demonstrative. Isn't a leadership in the traditional way. He can be on your team. He can be the best player on your team. But you're going to need someone else who's willing to. Do all of those other things and that's not Paul George. So Right. In San Antonio in San Antonio you could hide some of it. You let
1: him you let you let Kawhi play to his strengths and that's all you needed him to do. Yep. In Toronto it was a combination of you had leaders like Kyle Lowry, some of these other players, and oh by the way, the Golden State Warriors were depleted and got injured, but that's part of the game. He was able to just be himself. With the Clippers, it's almost asked like he needs to do more
0: than just be himself. Who? How? So I wanted to go back to what you said about Mitchell too, because I think this is interesting. That there's no scenario where the Utah Jazz, if let's say the Jazz lose tonight, right? Let's say the okay. Jazz lose the series. Let's say that the Jazz are out in the second round of the playoffs again, and they're not any closer to a championship than they were, you know, last year or the year before that. Nobody in the Jazz is looking around saying we got to do something about Donovan Mitchell, because when you look at it, you say, okay, he's one of those guys. Kawhi. Isn't one of those guys because it, and look here, here's the rub, there aren't many of them, right? And we, we, I, I started making a list of guys. That you say, yep, yep, absolutely. Give him as my best guy, and I'll figure it out from there. It's LeBron, it's Luca, it's KD, it's Steph, it's 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 these. Harden, sorts of guys. I think you could put on the list. Harden is is mm-hmm. probably a pretty good answer too. And then there's that crew that that crew of newer guys. You know, is Donovan Mitchell one of those guys? It's starting to feel like it. You, I mean, you, you, it's starting to feel because when you have to have it from him. He's got it. It's starting to feel like maybe Trey Young could become one of those guys. He's got a lot of way to go. Is Giannis one of those guys? That's a real question mark. No, Giannis clearly is not one of those guys. We have enough data points to know. Giannis is another perfect example of Kawhi. Different personalities. Giannis is more gregarious than Kawhi. He's more vocal than Kawhi. But Giannis is also one of those guys that we've seen bow out way too early, way too often to have it be like, yeah, okay, that's going to happen. think about what, what, hurt, about what with- hurts
1: Giannis is more his look th- this is this is why to to win an NBA championship you got to have a lot of pieces that fit right so Giannis i I heard this conversation maybe it was from Kendrick Perkins i forget who it was last week if Giannis has the ball with 5 seconds left and the game's on the line that's not a good idea right but but what Giannis needs is somebody else to put the ball in the hoop okay what Kawhi needs is somebody else to be a leader, right? right? So I'm not saying everybody has the full package. There's only one LeBron. There's only one Luka. Steph Curry has that you know, combination of being a leader and an unbelievable player. There are not a lot of players that can um, can do that night in night out basis. But I, I t- to build a championship, you need a little bit of everything, right? It doesn't have to be just on one person's back. So the thought process of can Kawhi be that guy? I think yes, Kawhi definitely can be that guy. But he needs other players around him that that fulfill uh, what, what he lacks. I guess you can say.
0: All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all the guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. And I think we've kind of buried the lead here a little bit, Slee. We're just about a half an hour away from Ask Slee. I, I, I think I think Monday might be my favorite day for Ask Slee because it's the only day where we get to do back-to-back shows with Ask Slee. An Ask Slee on Friday, fast-forward to an Ask Slee on Monday. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Of course. Be my Callers
1: call in moving forward. Do you want them to say anything? How do you want them to reference the CIF, the name on the wall? How do you want that to? Because I, well, I want to be clear with listeners out there that it's not
0: just Travis Rogers they're talking to. For, There's a little bit more than that. First of all, it's not CIF; it's all CIF, right? There's a very, it's a very short list, so it's not just that I was in. I was one of the very select few in the year 1989 who was selected for the all CIF team. So please make sure that you get that right. Yeah, you've changed. Little you've changed. respect. I'm just saying, like you had. The ego. Little the respect ego. on my name, if you A little don't bit mind. earlier
1: when we did that little update, the fact that Keyshawn even mentioned my name mm-hmm. you sounded like bitter. You
0: sounded like there was something. <laughs> All right. Here's what is missing from the NBA playoffs. We'll tell you what it is. That is coming up next. Travis and Slee, seven ten, ESPN. So, how many of those hot dogs that you saw on my grill last night? Do you think that I personally took down? There were three. They're good. Not By not the right. way, yeah. Hebrew, Hebrew nationals. They're the the long Solid. ones. They're the those good ones. They're the yep. really good hot dogs. And there were three on there. Yep. How many do you think I hit? You took two down.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Nope. Eh. All three. Eh. One. Just one. Not an animal. Look, <laughs> I mean, I had a guest and he had one, and my lovely daughter wanted one as well. She's she's very team uh, hot dog appetizer, so she took one down as well. And then we had our burgers. You know, half hour, 45 minutes later. So you had
2: a hot dog and a burger. Yeah, that's great. That's a that's a dinner right there.
0: Thank you, Funch. See, I'm Funch A little, gets it. little, a little chips, man, maybe? Fruit I'm, fries? I'm uh, fruit. We had fruit. We had watermelon and pineapple and strawberries. And a little even more coleslaw. Healthier. A little coleslaw on the side. It was a, little, a pretty I'm good a kind of, night. A, I'm kind of throwing off a little bit here, Funch. got to be honest with you.
1: I, I, lemon lemon cake cake I thought he took all,
2: down all three with the picture he sent us. And then <laughs> the ate way, a burger.
1: The way you talk, uh, Trav, <laughs> you, you talk a big game. Let me just say that. I mean, every yeah. time, it almost sounds like, you know, your pregame meal at 7.30 a.m. is like a
0: bowl of chili or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea, by the way. I could get into something like that. No, it's a very reasonable, reasonable afternoon there. And then, and then a pretty, about a, a piece of lemon cake about the size of a car battery, just to, just to, just to settle down the stomach. It was it was pretty good they had a About pretty good night the size of a car battery <laughs> just you know you know I thought you were you know, savory I thought I didn't think you were I, sweet. I, I am I am savory but occasionally I'll, I'll throw a little sweet in there along the way Here's what's missing from the NBA playoffs so, Lee, you ready and you tell me where uh, where you come out on this because okay. I have found my level of engagement for these playoffs to be far less than typical and here's why LeBron James <laughs> Anthony Davis. Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Damian Lillard, now the Joker can be added to the list. All these guys that are the best players in the league are home. They're done. And the guys that are left, there's still some stars left. There's KD, there's Giannis, there's Chris Paul. There's some stars left, but Devin Booker. They just don't move me the way that some of these other guys do, and I just can't Get fired up for what's left. I'm just I'm missing my guys, the Lakers in particular. But I love watching Steph. I'll watch Steph all night long. And this, I watch these games, and I'm just yeah, okay, let's let's get to the end of this, fellas.
1: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting because there's actually some really good players left. Okay, so just think about sure this. Kawhi's still in it. Donovan Mitchell, uh, Devin Booker's been amazing in the playoffs. Joel Embiid, we haven't even talked about yet, right? Giannis, Kevin Durant, James Harden haven't seen him yet in the uh, in the playoffs. Trey Young, there's actually a lot of Really, really good stars left. I think here's the the question, Trav is, I don't know if we're ready for some of these players yet, right? Like, I I don't know if Joel Embiid is pulling people out here in L. A. and saying I got to watch that Philly game, right? No. I, I I don't not think... against Atlanta. By by the way, the Luca part, Luca was pulling people, and yes. he was playing the Clippers, and there was you know that was kind of a, a uh, an interesting conversation that's being had. CP three, I don't think is pulling anybody, so. There's stars that are there, and I, listen, I'm, I'm as big of an NBA fan as they come. I'm watching the games, but I'm not, but I'm not sitting there saying to myself, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable basketball. I can't take my eyes off this series. That has not been the case so far.
0: I think once we get a little deeper into it, it'll be more exciting because there's more on the line. But right now, these are still second-round playoff series without a team that I have an emotional investment to, without a bunch of players that I have an emotional investment to. And let's do this. It's time for some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And here's the straight talk. You have to think that the guys in the NBA offices in New York City are terrified about what's coming down the tracks at them because you don't have to squint super hard. To come up with a scenario that the NBA Finals are Utah against Milwaukee, (laughs) right? (laughs) That if if, if it could not only could happen because they're both still alive on other sides of the draw, they both look pretty good right now. Utah looks good. Milwaukee looks like they've. Kyrie got hurt. James Harden hasn't played. All these things are starting to. Phoenix against Milwaukee. That's that's got to be keeping Adam Silver up at night. Okay, what, and you what's wonder, the best? What's the best matchup? Is the best matchup oh, Clippers? Obvious. Clippers in Brooklyn? Of course, it's the only one that's attractive. There, oh, here, there's a better question. Name another one that would make you go, Yeah, I'm here for that. <laughs> there isn't one. Even if it's a great player like Giannis going up a great against a great player like say Chris Paul. There. Okay, fine. Yeah, I, I might be the. Are only you? Are one you inviting friends watches, and family I, over I, to I might watch? Be the only one that watches in LA. <laughs> Chris Paul, hey, guys, why don't you all come over my house, say around 5 o'clock, we'll put some hot dogs on the grill, or we'll get. We'll start doing their thing, and Cameron we're going to watch. Young,
1: checking in. Cameron Payne's checking in, guys. We're going
0: to watch Chris Paul and Giannis go at it. Come on, man. Now I'm your good. Voice, your voice cracked right there. You got I got, very, very I got laundry I've got to do. My garage is messy. <laughs> I've got some stuff I've got to take care of. Okay, wh- why is this see that garbage. garbage? Explain this one to me.
1: The NBA is obviously star-driven, and it's market-driven. The NFL is completely – it's almost irrelevant for yeah. the NFL. I'm not saying the NFL is not star-driven. It is. I mean, you're watching a Chiefs game because of Patrick Mahomes, but there are a lot of matchups you can get in the Super Bowl or in the AFC Championship, NFC Championship, where it kind of doesn't matter. Titans in it? Sure. I'll watch yeah. it. You know, yeah. I, that, that's kind of – it's. It, it's intriguing how one sport depends so much on these specific players and the market, where the other one, it's like, no, it doesn't matter. They actually depend less on the players.
0: I think, uh, completely depend less on the players than the NBA does. Well, and then you got the NBA too. That's throwing out the MVP of the league in the third quarter of a closeout game, right? You know, we we all saw Jokic get kicked out of that game yesterday. Let's start right here. Should he have been? Because I, I'm hearing all this stuff. You know, he you can't throw him out in that situation. And that way, you know, the NBA has gone soft and all of this. It's like, hold on a second. Had that overhand chop that he went with been another three inches to the right, he breaks Payne's neck. Okay? The, the, he's a huge guy. He's strong. And he was frustrated. He was mad as hell. And he went over there. And I know he wasn't trying to hit him in the head, but he did hit him in the head. Yeah. And if you if if you swing like play. that and hit somebody play. in the head, you're yeah. gone, man. Yeah. You don't get to stick around for
1: that. We hear this a lot, you know, where people will say, and I'm, you know, just imagine when I do the pregame show or I'm listening to Michael or John on the broadcast. Michael's coming from an era where you know, a play like that is literally a common foul. It's not even a foul. It's let's keep going. Quit complaining, right? So I, I think it's an interesting kind of balance in the NBA because you're right, Jokic yesterday in a in a. He's the league's MVP. He just won the Most Valuable Player Award. Since he won the award, they haven't won a game, by the way. Now they're out of the playoffs.
0: <laughs> so Whoops. You.
1: Yeah. But since you know you got one of the best in the NBA, on a on a frustrated play, takes a swipe at Cameron Payne, hits the dude partially in the face, and then is thrown out of the game. I don't know what – to be honest with you, I, I don't know what, what fans want. I, I don't know if fans want – I think there's a middle ground, right? I'm not trying to see – two players um, locking eyes and saying, let's freaking throw some blows. I don't need to see that. This ain't the UFC. But I also don't need to see seven-minute, you know, replay reviews to just determine it was a flagrant one, (laughs) side out of bounds, and then, you know what I mean? So it's – the NBA is going to – I think they've gone too far in trying to clear it up. By the way, I'd rather them go too far in cleaning it up than having it the other way and it's just ugly, dirty basketball. But – that middle ground that I think most NBA fans would like to see—they haven't seen so far. You just threw Jokic out of a game.
0: The part, yeah. Well, and you had no choice. You can't legislate intent, right? You can't say, "Well, oh, he was frustrated. He really wasn't trying to hit him in the face." No, he okay. hit him in the face. He hit and him in the swung. face. He swung. He swung. <laughs> I don't know what that
1: swing was. It was He's, like it
0: was. Uh, it, I, I don't know what it was. I, I know what it was. It was. A, it was a blow that hadn't landed on the top of his head instead of grazing his nose would have knocked that guy straight into the – it would have driven him into the court like a railroad spike. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he would have been down for a while. That, that's, that's the equivalent of a punch. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just happened to graze him instead of catch him clean. I understand he wasn't trying to punch him in the head. I, I completely agree with that. My response to it, though, is who gives a damn? That What he was trying to do isn't nearly as important as what – had he – let's say he didn't catch him at all uh, on the face and just comes down and, and nails him on the forearm. He might have broken his damn arm. I mean, it's this. This was not nothing. Every all the okay. Are, which which NBA?
1: It. Which NBA do you want? Which, which NBA? If if if, you know, you're somebody that's obviously watching every Laker game. What what what's the balance in the NBA that you think uh, it should be? That's good for the sport that keeps people entertained, but also keeps the product
0: safe. I'm a hundred percent okay with what we used to see with the Lakers and the Celtics, right? When when Kurt Rambis goes up and he gets clotheslined, when Worthy gets clotheslined by Kevin McHale, and they get up and they want to kill each other, and after they're done separating, okay, two shots and the ball. You know what I mean? It's like we just, we just keep it. I'm fine with that because everybody kind of understood the rules, but now the way that this is right now is you, you swing at somebody. That's it. it. It's not a matter of which one's better. I like it's the not, other way better. You sw-
1: it's not even you swing at somebody. You do – there are many, many calls that you'd be like, okay, that's not that big of a deal, and it's like, nope, we're not taking a chance here. That's a flagrant two. You're out, or you're getting fined twenty five grand,
0: or whatever the case is. The the other part I don't get, Slee, is we all know it the second you see it. Like it's one of the maybe you have to look at it once on replay, but yeah, what the second Jokic took that swing, you're like, yeah, that's he's gone. Mm-hmm. That's an easy one. And there we go. Well, the Zapruder film. Well, where's the guy on the grassy knoll? Where's the Where's the clock tower? Where Where's all these? Like, what What's going on? I'm, I'm he waiting. tried to break his neck. I'm waiting
1: to see the screen one times with the refs, and they're watching a trailer to Fast and Furious Nine. Like they're They're, <laughs> they're not. They're done with the replay. Replay's done. Sakakis is trying to figure out the rest. Now they're just watching a part of a movie. There's times it feels like I'm serious. Jeff, there's times where I'm like, How does it take you four minutes to determine? If that was Alf on Schroeder or if that was on Chris Ball, everything's just make a call.
3: Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business.
0: that i have uh, i, I kind of want to hit you with one right now you ready yeah it is uh from our pal drew in west la it says does alan have to run alongside the baggage carousel to catch up to his luggage i i assume, <laughs> i assume what he's asking is you know because you know we all stand at the airport yep. we're waiting there for our bag yep. to come off you just wait it. you see I, I don't need i don't need a setup here i got it I got okay it. hit me that that's mine guys that, that's mine but excuse me excuse me think no, think no, no, Just a asking. second. I don't I think let's say you can't get through the crush of people and it okay. goes by you. Do you chase after it or that's do you wait saying. for it to come all the way back? That, that's around? what I'm saying.
1: No, no, that's my excuse me, guys.
0: <laughs> excuse me. That's that's the blue one. That blue one's mine. Hey, uh, can you grab that for me? Are you that guy? Hey, uh, that blue one right there. Pull that. Pull that. That's the that's the uh, that's the boss move. Hey, no. um, hey, pal, buddy, that one right there with the uh, yellow ribbon. Pull that. That's me. My
1: favorite is uh, when you help somebody, when it's like, you know, whatever it is. Like, it, the thing weighs more than she does or something, right? And she's trying to grab it. And then you go in there and you help and you take it off. She goes, oh, that one's not mine. Excuse me? What am what, <laughs> I supposed to doing? put it back on? I, my <laughs> left vertebrae is just – needs to be realigned and this one's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, By the way, can I, can, I, can I read this tweet real quick? Yeah, hit It's me. amazing some of these NBA coaches – Will just put out a tweet. Brooklyn Nets assistant Mike D'Ant- uh, Mike D'Antoni is interviewing for the Portland uh, Trailblazers coaching job today. Sources tell ESPN. Two more assistant coaches, Clippers, Chauncey, Bilp, and Spurs, uh, Becky Hammond, are set to interview with Portland early this week too. Is that <laughs> isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? The recycling of the same freaking coaches grabbing four or five million uh, a year,
0: whatever the case is, unbelievable in the NBA. I mean, imagine being a Portland Trailblazer fan or Damian Lillard, and you're like, "This is the answer to my problems." That I'm getting Mike D'Antoni. Like Lillard might average 40 a game in that offense. It'd be fun to watch, but it's like, really, this is what but, we're gonna do? But Trav, this is, you know, I go back to this. God bless Damian
1: Lillard. God bless his loyalty. The dude's hurting himself, and and what I'm referring to there is. You got to put pressure on these organizations. You just got to put pressure on these organizations. If Damian Lillard says, "If you hire Mike D'Antoni and I don't want him," um, the Blazers won't hire him. You know, he's got that much control and that much pull. So whenever I hear people say, um, "You know, well Dame's been there and he's been loyal, he's been that." you got to flex your power, and if you don't do it as a player, organizations may take advantage of it. Portland's done nothing different for the last four years, nothing. I could tell you every year what's going to happen with the Blazers over the last four or five years. If Mike D'Antoni ends up there, God bless America,
0: that, that, <laughs> that guy can just go out and get another – Probably $15 million gig. <laughs> hey, good for him. ESPN yep. Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. So, Slee, I know you saw this. I saw this. A handful of people sent this, to, this story to me over the weekend. Uh, it comes from Cape Cod. A lobsterman, uh, a guy by the name of Michael Packard, was diving off the coast of Provincetown, Mass. on Friday when a humpback whale sure swallowed him. Swallowed him. They, okay, the, the, the thing went. And swallowed the dude. Here's a quote. Here, This is from Mr. Packard. I got down to about 45 feet of water, and all of a sudden, I just felt this huge bump, and everything went dark. And I could sense that I was moving, and I was like, oh, my God, did I just get bit by a shark? Then I felt around and realized there was no teeth, and I felt really no great pain. And then I realized I'm in a whale's mouth I'm in a whale's mouth, and he's trying to swallow me. Welcome to the worst nightmare of your life actually happening to you, swallowed by a whale. What's the first thing you think of when you think of that?
1: Well, let, let me say this. First of all, if I'm going down, I don't want to know what's happening. Okay, I don't I have just want time. it to be over. I don't want to <laughs> have time to think about it. All right, So he's probably <laughs> sitting in there with like plenty of time to kind of uh, – you know what the worst is? You ever see snakes when they – Right when they eat and they swallow it whole, that big
0: lump in the middle of their bodies, it's disgusting.
1: But but they're like, (laughs) there's some of these, uh, some of these you just the the animal's still alive, right? It's like, I I don't, nobody wants to be in that predicament or situation. (laughs) I did read this, Um, unfortunately, the more that you read into this story. It says that, let me see here, it says their throats are too narrow, however, to swallow human, experts have said. I don't want to know that. Let me just enjoy the story on my own. Don't start giving me facts about <laughs> he can't actually be swallowed hey, or any of that stuff. Let
0: me let me just put this out there. Have you ever tried to eat something that maybe you took too big of a bite of? I have, right? And you kind <clears> of, <throat> <clears throat> guess what ultimately happens? Twice a week, I get <laughs> it down. I swallow it. It ends up in my gullet, right? So let's say you got a big meatball sandwich, right? It's like, but don't.
1: Don't explain this as you're as if you're a motivational speaker. <laughs> People think I can't do it. But
0: <laughs> but I found a way to do it. But I know? can. You're not a trainer here. You get that big bite. And, like, look, a, a, the proper bite of a meatball sandwich is, like, one meatball or maybe a half a meatball, right? That, that's the proper bite. Probably half a meatball. Half yes. a meatball. But let's say that the first meatball is, like, in a weird position and the second meatball is m- adjacent to the first meatball. And you get a little <laughs> of that second meatball with that first. That's a hard uh, bite to get down. That's the equivalent of Mr. Packer in the humpback. He, he, had that whale really wanted to, he could have muscled through and swallowed that guy. That's That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, what's the first thing I think of? Yes. Like, when, when you saw of? that story, what did you think? Because I had something very, just boom, pop right into my head. What went through your mind? Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Right? We've all seen Pinocchio. We've all know the story of, of he's out there and the whale swallows him. And they have to light a fire in the whale's belly and the smoke comes out. There. We, we know the story, right? We've all been to Disneyland and gotten that little boat that slides into the <laughs> whale's mouth. We've all done that, right? <laughs> so it's like, wait, hold on a second. Some of these Disney movies have some really, really tough ways to check out. Swallowed by Whale. <laughs> you mentioned the one that traumatized you when you were nine years old. Mufasa. Uh,
1: <laughs> how how in Lion Mufasa. King? How has this happened in Lion King? By the way, what year was, was Lion King? I'm actually I'm curious. I'm going to guess 1997. I'm going to look it up right now. King. Okay, so I was much older, so I shouldn't be. 94.
0: Oh, 94, oh, 94. I'm, okay. I'm
1: 11 years old, okay?
0: Still pretty young.
1: I'm 11 years old. I'm just, you know, watching one of the classics, right? This How popular was it was. It's still popular today, right? It's a good movie. Yeah, the way Mufasa goes, I'm like, <laughs> this is... What
0: is this, a horror movie?
1: What am Do, I watching here?
0: You don't think that a good way to go would be hanging by your fingertips <laughs> off of a cliff with your brother yeah, holding with your... onto you by one hand and then deciding, you know what, now nah, I'm good. I'm going to pitch you over the side so you can get trampled by a stampede of wildebeests. That's not a good way to go? I remember looking around the room when
1: I was watching, and I'm like, what are we watching here? <laughs> is it, we got any parents in the room here?
0: <laughs> Somebody want to run the Slewa household? <laughs> While your kid's watching. That's the other part. Poor little Simba had to watch it all go down. Oh
1: yeah, that's right. That's right. Simba's <laughs> watching. It. Yeah, that that is. God bless that movie. Awesome movie. But I'm with you on that one. That's uh, that one's a little tough of a script. All right. What what did you have? Well, there you kind of go
0: through this the 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 one that this goes back. This I think this movie is made in the 30s. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to walk into a group of trees for the rest of my life for fear that that old witch with the basket of apples was going to come out and say, and hand you one of those. Hello, little boy, <laughs> make you eat one of those apples, and then good night, and you're living with little uh, dwarves. I don't want to do setup. that.
1: That's not a good setup, and that almost and, and this all going back to this dude almost being swallowed by a yeah. whale. Could it, happen. It's, it's coming from. Uh, it's coming from. Uh, These are coming from Disney nightmare stories here.
0: (laughs) You don't think there's some weird guy in the wood with apples? He's out there. (laughs) She's out there. I've seen – I watch the news. I know what's going on out there. You don't think there's some real Disney – Ah, uh, that's that's a good way to put Here's it. Here's another one. Here's another one. Remember uh finding Nemo, right? The very yep. beginning when they when they've laid the eggs in the in the reef and the anemone and all oh, that's beautiful and it's nice and Coral and Marlin are, are they're they're joking around with each other and then all of a sudden, here comes the Barracuda. Right here. Uh oh. Uh oh, there he is. Bam! <laughs> and then it's just and then the next scene is Oh yeah, she's dead. Consumed by Barracuda. That'd be a bad way to go. Like we're movies supposed are to pretty just, rough. Like we're supposed to just accept it, like
1: <laughs> no problem. Just turn the page. Let's keep going on the movie. Mom's gone. Yeah. There's actually there's a believe it or not there's an article out there. Fifteen saddest Disney deaths ranked. <laughs> <laughs> like, and this is not the
2: only you know magazine know or whatever this. or website to do this. There's like more multiple websites that did this. You know the m- most gruesome deaths in Disney history. I don't need any With of you those. Know what
1: do you know? Which one was? I'm trying to think here. Remember Land Before Time? Remember, Lambeau? yeah, the yeah, dinosaur, sure, sure. Okay. So, this was a couple of years ago. I'm, uh, we're up. Uh, we we rented uh, up in Big Bear, and I'm up there with my nieces, and it's on. Okay, and and
3: this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition.
1: and i have one uh, i have two of my nieces with me and we're watching the movie and it's just kind of like the beginning of the movie my older niece who's like 9 years old walks in and she goes Oh, this movie scared me so much when I was a little kid. And then the two little girls take her—you know—motions like, "I want my mommy." They both wanted that. There's, there's just there's certain movies as as a kid you gotta gotta be careful with.
0: Gotta That's be careful the with tragedy, right? That's the way that it goes. There's, it creates story and all of these other things. And most importantly, Slee, it's gotten us to my favorite segment of the entire day, the entire show. It is Ask Slee. It is coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. And you ready, Slee? Let's do a travel. Let's I make think, it happen here. This could be interesting because we'll just we'll just jump right in. This is from okay. Dave, and Dave writes, Slee, are you more of a Copenhagen guy or a Skoll guy?
1: <laughs> Copenhagen.
2: Yeah, see, this is where Skoll. I thought
0: this might go.
1: Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm i not going to have a uh, preference on uh,
0: either one of the two there. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever tried either or both? No. Never no, no. once? mm why not? Or is that the is that the baseball world? The, yeah, well, it's the gross world. Yeah. So the baseball certainly falls into the smaller circle of the gross. There's nothing more disgusting on the face of the earth than a baseball dugout. Of what's on the ground of a baseball dugout. It's just disgusting and yes, Skull and Copenhagen are both okay, on. Okay, how it. about how about you?
1: Have you uh, I have, have tried
0: you... both. They are both awful and terrible. Is it terrible. mandatory in baseball? Like is it mandatory? I mean, you're just So not I got just I got a, pretty lucky. You were a
1: college pitcher here.
0: I got pretty lucky that my high school coach forbid it. It was not an option. You couldn't do it. So by the time I got to college, I kind of was through the point of never wanting to get in on it. But I did try it. It made me sick, and I was out. That's I'm, I'm that guy. There, One time, see you later. They're definitely the
1: people that um, just casually just have it. Just, you know, just casually and just have a cup next to him, and just are spitting Ugh. into it. Yeah. And uh, honestly, like just just random, random people anywhere. I mean, you'd be driving around, look to your look to the side. So just, yeah, just spitting into a cup, whatever the case is.
0: Hashtag asks Lee. This one comes from at Travis Rogers. And he writes, if you had to live with somebody that smoked or chewed, which would you choose? Hashtag asks Lee. Because they leave those cups yeah, all over. Because I've living with, I've lived with dip. I think I got it's pretty nasty. it. I think I
1: got it. I think smoke. You'd rather live with a smoker? I think so. Because there, there's actually going to be some rules. I got to go outside and actually smoke outside. It's not anybody's going to smoke inside. <laughs> so at least you got a little separation there. <laughs>
2: what right. Are they smoking?
0: <laughs> what are they smoking? I guess is a pretty good question as well. All right, this is from Francis, and he writes: Is the Clippers being down two-one to Utah actually a good thing? Because it'll be impossible for them to blow a 3-1 lead again. Hashtag Ask Slee.
1: I just want to see Conley get healthy. That's it. Trav, even if they lose tonight, if Jazz lost tonight and it's 2-2, but Conley and Donovan Mitchell are both ready to go for those final three games, still think Utah will win the series. Um, but man, it would be disappointing. So, to answer his question, yes, they won't. They won't blow a three-one lead. They got a legitimate chance to make it to the NBA Finals. Trav, think about that.
0: They really do. They they, they got Phoenix they do. left. I, I still am going to need to see them unclipper it. I'm going to need to see it one time before I start to. Blow. I know that they can and, and okay. might, but okay. So I need let to me let me ask you this: They win tonight. I think they win the series if they win the The Clippers.
1: Okay. Do they win tonight? Yeah, I think they do. So then you think they win the series. Yeah. Who do you like between
0: Phoenix and the Clippers? I want to say the Clippers, but, again, I'll, I'll say it again. I'm going to need to see it from them before I buy The Clippers could be up by ten points with four seconds to go in game seven, and I'd still be thinking, eh, they know, it's the Clippers. Yeah. I, I still have that that trauma trauma in my history, having seen it too many times. I can't forget it happened. I don't think it's trauma. I think it's amazing, amazing history. <laughs> amazing history. All right, here's the next one. This 10- is from Ryan. Uh, My kids want to go to Disneyland next week. I'm trying to negotiate knots. What would Slee do? Hashtag Ask Slee. I, uh, I'm
1: awful at the Disneyland thing. Awful. I, I cannot. How can you be
0: awful at the Disneyland thing? It's, it's Disneyland. Who doesn't love I can't,
1: it? I can't stand it. I can't stand it.
0: Too <laughs> many people. This was pre-COVID, too.
1: Just too many people. It's hot as hell. You know, try walking around. It's noon in July, and sure. you're trying to get around. It's, you get a big it's hat. It's the
0: worst. You get a corn dog. You,
1: it's you arguably, have a big,
0: big water. It's wonderful. It's arguably the worst thing. Kids
1: running everywhere. I'm like, where are the parents? It just, It's a complete chaos uh, zoo here. Now, I probably should not be promoting people not to go to Disneyland. As oh, I think the... they're going to
0: be okay. I think people are going to go anyway. I you, think they've got a pretty sir,
1: good business model. Yeah. Okay. There's then there's the other people that go. They get the annual pass. Yeah. They're going, and I get it. I don't have kids, so it's different, right? But they're going at least twice a month. You know, they are they are using that annual pass like no tomorrow. They're there all the time. So if I'm this uh, if I'm this dude, I continue to negotiate to not go.
0: I'm not looking go. forward to um, you and Little Slee Junior when he or she shows up, taking him to yeah. Disneyland and you having a totally because it's. It's I'll, awesome. I'll have a now. Meltdown. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna have a meltdown. I already
1: know I'm gonna have a meltdown. Well, it will be. Of course you are. It will be 10:07. Like we had just been in the park for 48 minutes, <laughs> and I'm already having I'm already having a meltdown.
0: Yeah, don't. We'll go home. I'll turn this scooter around. And we'll go. We'll go home right where we here. Park? Right where park. park. Nobody remembers where we parked. Ooh, this is a good one. This is from uh, John in Huntington Beach. Top three basketball movies. Air Bud is not eligible. It's, hit me with th- your three favorite basketball movies, Lee. All right. Um Hoosiers is on there. Sure. We're going to run um, the picket fence at him. Overrated. Um, don't get caught no, watching no. the paint dry. Good. Hoosiers is good. Um I like Ollie with his little crew cut and he shoots Blue free throws under.
1: I like that kid. Blue Chip was a good one. Blue Chip. I think here uh, or Blue Chips was a good yep. one. What's the one? How how come I'm, I'm forgetting with Denzel and he Ray? He got Allen? game. He got yeah. game. That's another good one. What am I missing here? What are some other Funch, you want to help him out with some
0: uh, other ones Ugh. here?
1: What are some other classics? Space out there? Jam. White Men can't no. jump. White I'm not a. White I, man can't jump. White is man can great. Going oh yeah, yeah, no, white yeah. men has got to be in there. Yeah, that one's. Yep. Yeah. That so what, push you, what out are you kicking out? Are you
0: kicking Hoosiers out? Are you kicking Blue Chips out? Are you kicking He Got Game out? You I'll kick. Uh, I'll kick Blue Chips out. Blue yeah. Chips got to go. Uh, the, yeah, blue, blue Chips, chips got to go for like, for White Man Can't Jump. I love when Blue Chips came out. It's like, oh my, you know, this stuff isn't really going on. It's really going on. It's like a documentary. It was it was this is exactly what it goes was like on. live footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you need a new tractor, but Jimmy can make threes, the tractor will be in your driveway tomorrow morning. That's how that works. And then and the guy asked for still, twenty thousand
2: dollars in cash in a bag and it showed up in his in front of his house, whatever. <laughs> that was right. great.
1: Travis when he was negotiating with uh with ESPN and Disney asked for all his money to be under the table, and he said it was for Mm -hmm. tax purposes. He wanted
2: $10,000 in a McDonald's bag.
0: (laughs) He said for tax purposes, if we could just put this under the table. All right, this is a new name here. This is Ed Tom Bell. Thank you for checking in here, Ed Tom Bell. Would Slee box an orangutan? Hashtag Ask Slee. (laughs) (laughs) You you getting in there? Uh, You lacing him up in old Clyde's over on the other side? Absolutely not. See the power of those things? Are you kidding me? They do have a reach advantage. They have pretty long arms. They could probably do some work if they want. What What to. was this guy's name?
1: Uh, Ed Tom Bell. All right, Ed. If you heard on Friday, you and I were talking about how we roll with peacekeepers, right? That we're not rolling with a guy at a bar. That's just like looking for a fight or an issue. So the fact that I'm 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 going into a ring with anybody that ain't happening.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'd be I don't think I'd be real super anxious to box in orangutan. That sounds like a bad idea. Uh, you know how freaking strong those things are. All yeah. those. I mean, every we we are such like when it
1: comes to just pure <laughs> strength, we we are not uh, a strong. Uh, we
0: we obviously use our head. We're not a using chimp our bodies. Would bust you up, and oh, they're the size of me? like a cat. They'll, they'll do work on you. They can you. rip off your face, literally. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't. So. I wouldn't suggest it. All right, one more here. This goes to uh, Ryan Vale. It's uh, for one whole year, okay. you're only allowed to eat food from one chain restaurant. can be fast food or it could be sit down. Who you got? You have to eat all your meals at one place for a year. Where are you going? It has to be... You said it has to be a chain. No, it it can be a chain restaurant like Morton's or something like that, or you could go fast food. You could pick Taco Bell if you, you pick whatever, but it can't be like your local coffee shop down the street. Chain. That's a good
1: question. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a sandwich spot. I gotta just do sandwiches, kind of make it kind of make it easy here. You be eating um, Jimmy
0: John's or Subway for a whole yeah. year. <laughs> I'll go Jersey, Jersey Mike's. I'll go Jersey Mike's. <laughs> that's a good choice. Jersey you're Mike's. Gonna, you're gonna you're gonna get it Mike's way, and you're just gonna eat nothing but Italian subs for 365 days. Be six days in. Uh, well, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna do Morton's and have a, no, a steak that's every not a good, three times? No, you're a not. Day? You're not thinking this through. The, the answer is fairly obvious. There are options on this. I'm but not. The answer I can't.
1: I can't eat hamburger. I'm not. Nope. You can't do in and out 365 nope. days
0: a year. Nope. Nope. That's not it either. I you could do variety. probably a rice and chicken bowl. Uh every day. what about like Cheesecake Factory? Uh, warmer, warmer. But then you'd probably weigh 980 pounds at the end of the year. <laughs> cheese, cheesecake Factory serves their food on like a, a, a boogie board. They're the biggest portions in the history of the world. So that's uh, that's probably not something you need. You to guys do. got a bigger you guys have a bigger slice just the cake <laughs> just because of a bigger slice. The answer is like a Denny's or an IHOP or because so, you can get a little bit. You can have breakfast. You can have they have salads if you want to go clean. You can have a burger occasionally. You need something that can hit you all get three ways. Get here. Get out what of here. What do you mean? You're gonna up. eat. You're gonna eat an Italian sub three times a day for the next year, as opposed to. You know what? Today, eh, I'll take Funch. that Grand Slam, and then Funch. later that night, you, know, can you know, you know the turkey sandwich sounds good. Can you remind
1: Travis? It's Ashley. Can you? Can you remind him? <laughs> well, you're getting the wrong answers. I want to getting who you. the star of the show is. <laughs> you, you wanted I to mean, go to Jersey Mike's for? Of, I'm already. Like, a year. I'm already full. Three days into <laughs> Jersey Mike's, I'm like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't like your answer. That, that, that doesn't help me out at all. All right. The Dodgers have a problem. It's not the problem that we thought they did. That one, believe it or not, has been fixed, but they have a problem that they need to address. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.